The main feature of this week's parsha, naturally, is the uh, reunion of Yosef and his brothers and Yaakov's uh, descent into Mitzrayim, the beginning of the exile of Mitzrayim. <coughs> Yosef is always called Yosef Hatzadik. A uh, term that is not uh, loosely used by Chazal. And the Gemara, I think we find that the Gemara says there's been Yomin Atzadik that mentions, but it's not, uh, it's not loosely given. How is it defined? What makes one a Tzadik? So the uh, simple explanation that we always had here <clears throat> at least regarding Yosef, is that Yosef is the tzaddik because he resisted the advances of the wife of, of Potiphar, and he was able uh, to withstand his <clears throat> excuse me his own desires and uh, what he uh, was almost ready to do. And he resisted to the end, even though it caused him greatly negative consequences. And he knew it would cause him uh, problems. He knew that she would be vindictive about it. So therefore, he was a tzaddik, because he did not sin with the wife of Potiphar. So that somehow... Uh, colors our idea about a tzaddik. We think a tzaddik is somebody that does things positive. He's generous. He's noble. He's exemplary. He has leadership qualities. And here, uh, this is a very uh, bland uh, tzaddik. He didn't sin. There are lots of people that don't sin. Maybe not to the uh, temptation that existed by yourself, but uh, in everyday life, everybody is tempted to do something. You're tempted to steal. You're tempted to shortchange your customer. You're tempted to sell him old goods. And you don't do it. So do we say you're a tzaddik? We say, no, that's the way it's supposed to be. I always use the example of uh, <clears throat> when my wife and I first made Aliyah, we bought uh, carpeting here from the store in Yerushalayim. We were very satisfied with it. So the next year we came back, we wanted to carpet another room, so we went to the same store to purchase carpeting for the next bedroom. And uh, we walked in the door, the man uh, jumped up, he said, oh, Rabbi Vine, I'm waiting for you. I said, what? So you know what happened? 
He said, I overcharged you 50 shekel. <laughs> and he said, I have the 50 shekel here. He had it with a rubber band in his pocket, marked for vine, and he's waiting for me. So is that a tzaddik? Maybe. But the really, that's only the way it's supposed to be. It's not, you know, you're not supposed to cheat somebody. So what makes Yosef a tzaddik? So the later commentators uh, who were troubled by this uh, took on a different tack. And they said, we see Yosef to be the tzaddik in the way he attempts to reconcile himself with his brothers. He never says to the brothers, I was right and you were wrong. My dreams were correct. Your persecution of me was incorrect. Never says that word to them. The only thing that he says to them is, My father is still alive? You mean the old man survived this? But he never, never really reprimanded the brothers. And we'll see in next week's Parsha that after Yaakov dies and there's somehow a change in the relationship that is felt by the brothers from Yosef. So they come to him to try and, so to speak, uh, smooth out the matter. And Yosef said, you know, that I would do anything. And I, you know, Yosef has a great ego because otherwise he couldn't be Yosef. Those were not be the dreams of someone that has a small ego. Yet, when it came to his brothers, he's able to subsume it. He's able to put it away. I mean, the worst uh, situations is when someone says, I told you, Sean. That's the greatest insult that you can receive. Because that cuts to the heart of the matter. Yosef doesn't do that. Yosef is magnanimous to them. Yosef ignores, so to speak, what happened in the past. He doesn't raise it. It's the elephant in the room. Everybody realizes what's involved, but Yosef never says it. Yaakov, in the brochos that he will give in Parshas Vaichi, Yaakov will raise it. He will say to Yehuda, Meterev B'ni Olisa. He'll say, Shimon and Levi were wrong. He'll say, Ruvain was deficient. But Yosef doesn't say a word. Yosef doesn't accuse them of anything. And uh, because of that, therefore, 
that is a positive act of tzidkus. That's a positive act of nobility. Because Yosef is right that they are wrong. The events have proven that to be the case. Heaven, so to speak, votes for Yosef. So he could rightly say to them, why didn't you believe me? Why did you think I was a threat to you? Doesn't say a word. And therefore, uh, he was accorded the title of being a tzaddik. Not because of what he refrained from doing with the wife of Potiphar, but because of how he was able to control himself. So the word tzaddik, tzaddik, always means self-control. The ability to somehow see a bigger picture than you yourself are. Most people are not capable of that. Most people are central to their own experiences and their own ideas. But a tzaddik sees a bigger picture. And therefore, uh, the Torah says, Tzedek, Tzedek, Tirdof, you should pursue righteousness to be a Tzedek. The Torah makes it Tirdof, you have to keep on pursuing it. You never, it's like the mechanical rabbit, you never catch up to it. It's an eternal pursuit. Because built in within us, are forces that negate our righteousness. And unless every day, Chazal say, every day the Yetzirah wins over us. It would not be for the fact that God helps us, that we're able to overcome it, that we wouldn't be able to withstand it. So it is, it's an eternal pursuit. And to remind us of that, therefore, the Jewish people gave to Yosef a title, Yosef HaTzadik, to remind us of the fact that we're always obligated to pursue tzedek, to pursue righteousness, even at what appears to be the cost of our own ego.